0: What is going on Wolfpack nation we are here once again y'all for this week's episodes here and once again we're kind of getting into a little bit of a theme here where you know a lot of times especially building up to games we always like to bring on somebody most people like to bring on somebody from the opponent to kind of talk about the opponent but i think that from seeing all the comments things like that nobody really is interested in what duke or what marshall was giving us they're interested in what's going on with nc state football so we're kind of continuing with the trend here where we brought on ryan williams uh uh, you know, and we brought on, you know, insider guys. Now we're bringing on Kenton Gibbs here, locked on Wolfpack here, as always. And, hey, Ken, man, it's been a while, man. Uh, you yeah. know, I know we brought you you on last season. It's good to finally have you back on with us once again, man.
1: Yeah, it's been much too long. It's been much too long. I'm always yeah. excited to talk to the uh, Tuffy Talks crew. Y'all are, you know, y'all are, Um, I, I tell people all the time, the word fan is short for fanatic, and you all exemplify it in every meaning of the word. So We try. You know. We do the best we can. It's always, always exciting to be on with y'all, actually.
0: Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. So, you know, Ken, man, you know, I know for you and me, I mean, you you and I, you know, share, you know, a common bond, you know, where we were both, you know, a part of the NC State football program during the same time. You know, I played, you know, quarterback, you know, and, you know, no, I was a football equipment manager while Ken, you were a defensive lineman and, you know, I just want to kind of just go ahead and get this to you first because I know, you know, Grayson, we're trying to get him in here and, you know, from all we'll pack as well, technical difficulties, but we had to go ahead and get rolling here. But so while we're waiting for him, I wanted to kind of ask you, you know, one of the biggest things that, you know, has come up a lot, and especially over this last week where, you know, we you know talk about the Marshall game, which we'll definitely talk on here a little bit, you know, where, you know, had issues with, you know, the coaching decisions and play call things like that. A lot of talk about Doran. And one of the biggest things that every single time comes up talking about Doran is he's 39 and 45 in the ACC and, you know, saying, you know, like, you know, he's he third, he's, he's not, he doesn't have a winning record in the ACC. He's never won an AC championship. He's never even been to AC championship, things like that. And I just want to kind of ask you because it always just makes me laugh because I just have to like, pe- like think people don't understand how bad he, he got like what, what he inherited. Like what he inherited, not, you with his, not not with you standing, kitten Yeah, no, oh. well, no, he wasn't on the team at the time, no, so, I that know. Was, so that I know. was that. Yeah, so that, that's not a thing against Ken. But I mean, I'm just sitting here saying, like, listen, like you look at that 2013 team, like you know, I know, like from Ken, when we had you on last year, one of the things that you said was, you know, they they have they they didn't have the dogs then that they do now, and yeah. and that that was definitely a case with you know Brandon Mitchell, Pete Thomas, you know, my boy Rashard Smith. I mean, I love Rashard, but just. You saw a receiver, but not, you know, an elite-level guy. And then, you know, yeah. defense-wise, there just wasn't a whole lot. It's like, again, it was just really a, a blank slate that he got handed and that he tried to do the best that he could. But, I mean, it really was a long shot to be successful, you know, with that with that roster, man. So, I mean, I'm sitting here saying, yeah, okay, first year he went 0-8. Well, if you take out those eight losses, right there already, he has a winning record in the ACC, 39 and. 37, 37, 39, 37. It's right there, winning record in the ACC. And then you say, okay, well, it takes them a little bit of time to get rolling. Like, you know, like we're not, we're not saying, well, Bill Gates, you know, he's, 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 he's not really that good of a businessman because he first started off, you know, you know, not very successful, you know, but like millions of so, so dollars like, in debt. Yeah, millions of dollars in debt, you know, like, you know, he's not that good of a businessman. Like, like, like you gotta, you gotta see where he started and you gotta see where he's taking this program. And I'm yeah. seeing a program that had, no dogs that had you know like was like okay we made a bowl game yay good job and now you're losing to the number 10 team in the country where you took them you you had a chance to tie the game with love miss out in fourth quarter and you're saying fire dave Dorn, we stink and i'm like you know how i know that we took the program a long ways because you're pissed off we lost the number 10 team in the country like come on yeah. like yeah. so i mean ken fill it in man like you, you've been there we've We've seen this program from the inside out to grow where it is, man.
1: Yeah, and so and so fan is short for fanatic can be good and it can also be bad, right? It can right. also mean like you know sometimes we can be fanatical in our expectations and whatnot. The reality is, I understand the calls to get rid of. The dog. I get it. I understand, right? Like that sure. people are, are are hungry, thirsty for a conference championship. Ten years, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it's years a, now. it's. It's a very, it's a very legitimate thing to say, Hey, you know, we don't have a, an appearance and all that. And I don't care what side, what division you played in, even though our division produced every champion over the last what? Since Doran has been here, only one time has the Coastal produced a champion. Only one time ever. So, you know, it's, it's very clear to me that like there is a very legitimate case for, Hey, Doran needs to produce more and we need to stop hearing about next year and the future's bright and it's always, the future's always bright and all that. And that D- Doran does make some mistakes and errors that are very much so, you know, we, if you want to talk about the Marshall game going into halftime, MJ's rolling. The offense is rolling. And I was cooking. I watched the all 22 on that game. And brother, I don't know if Robert or not listened to this podcast, but brother, you, you were in the bag. You were in a bit you put the good Saison on there. You put the good garlic powder in that pot, brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you ain't come at it with just a pinch of salt. You went real heavy with it. You yeah, read, with the hot sauce. He hit it with the hot sauce. He hit it with the hot sauce. And so with that being said, um, you know, the decision to kind of go conservative that not only halted our momentum. But gave Marshall momentum. Moments like that, it, I can understand where it's coming from. But like you said, there's also the other aspect of it to where you have to look at. The floor of this program has been raised exponentially. 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 Like that, the one year that we went, what was it, 2019 or so, where everybody in their mama who put on a Wolfpack jersey was hurt. In that <laughs> season, that was the aberration. Other than that year, we have consistently raised the floor But the charge, what people want to see, raise the roof, brother. Raise the ceiling. You've got to push that thing up. It's good. Six to eight to nine is good. Ten is great. Conference championship is great. And I'll tell you this much. Doran, if you win a conference championship – Dave, I don't know if you're listening. If you win the golf championship, guess what? In 20 years, that's going to be called Dave Dorn Stadium. You're going to have a statue.
0: You're going to have a statue.
1: You're going to be right next to the Wolves, brother. You're going to be right next to the Wolves. You're already on pace to have every coaching record in NC State history. You're going to have them all. Every one of them is going to be yours. Most wins, most conference wins. You're on pace for all of them to be yours. You just need that crown jewel. To but, say I wasn't just a good coach at NC State. I was I wasn't just a great coach at NC State. I was a great coach, period. I got a conference championship under my belt. I got a natty under my belt. I got a natty appearance under my belt. Because you take NC State to a natty, that's different now. You're moving different. You're talking about this program differently than it would be if it was, well, you know, we 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 won our nine games. You know, we won our nine games. Yeah. The yeah. Jesus Bowl had amazing gifts great beautiful gowns we got all the gifts you could imagine no we want folks want to see legitimate fists and hands full of rings and not just bowl rings acc championship rings need to be included in there as well so you know i a thousand percent see um where the fans are coming from but you know and there's also a, a very real aspect of this that's like let's not jump the gun here because i'm I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, well, because you can't find a better replacement, you can't replace them. But you need to find that replacement. You need right. to you need to have somebody in that you're like, hey, this person can cook up something. Because it, I think it's it's childish and veckless, really, to say, hey, we're going to get rid of them. And anybody would be better. Look at Boston College. They said anybody <laughs> would be better than Adazio. How many times have they done that? Hey. But, that but that's my point. Yep. That's my point. Yeah, for sure. Hey,
0: Miami Miami pushed Manny Diaz out just to lose because the guy refused to take a knee, okay? I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, you know? He
1: took never so. back down, never give up, way too literal. That is not <laughs> what it meant. That is not what it meant, brother, just take a knee. And I'll tell you this much. Mario Cristobal, I'm, I'm upset with him. I got a bone to pick with him because I wanted to talk on Locked On ACC about Coach Doran's clock management to, like, make that a thing to where he had to take some hard looks in the mirror. Cristobal said, hold my beer. Hold my cerveza. You know, there you go. There you go. He's a Spanish speaker. Hold there you my go. cerveza. There you go. But but very seriously, it, it's you know, it's it's one of those moments where you look at Doran and you say, "Hey, you've got the talent. You've done the recruiting aspect of this thing. We've right. got some ball players. Now, it's it's the time to let Anai cook. Let Anai do what he does best and yep. kind of get out the way. Don't say, "Hey, we got to get conservative with this time because we've seen how many times Teams have absolutely murdered us with the clock. This is the second time this year, not in his tenure, this year. We saw it with Notre Dame. We saw it again with Marshall. So I understand both aspects of it, and I'm not going to say that I'm like full, hey, if you're wearing the red and white, if you're coaching the red and white, I support you, I back you. But I'm not going to sit here and say, Doran is my prince, my king, my knight in shining armor, and I can't imagine anything else. I'm not going to tell that lie either.
0: Before we continue, we want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered, with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need, offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at com. So please make sure to go and check them out. Yeah, no, like, and, and speaking of, you know, Doran, you know, and I know you, you mentioned the Marshall, you know, going to halftime thing. So, so I, you know, was doing, I've been doing listening because I definitely had the same question as well, the same issues as well. Put out the tweet, you know, saying, why are you going conservative? Things like that. And because really there was two things going through my head. First of all, he's a defensive coordinator by, by nature, that's where he comes. And so, yeah, he, you know, he, he lives and breathes through defense just the same way that, uh, Lane Kiffin leaves him, you know, lives and breathes through offense. You know, he's offensive coordinator background. Like, hey, he's perfectly okay winning a game 56 to 4, 56 to 52. He is perfectly okay doing that. And Doran is perfectly okay winning a game. 13 to 10, you know, and, and so but I know that that's frustrating for a lot, or yeah, but I know that's frustrating for a lot of people, but yeah. so, so that was first thing going to my head is being like, okay, is he just saying, listen, we're just going to not even risk it with the offense side, not risk it with a, you know, a, a you know, fresh MJ Morris and let's give it to the defense. But I mean, it, it is an interesting point that he did, MJ Morris did throw two interceptions to that point. And I think it's kind of a thing where you kind of, you know, maybe he kind of, they kind of went into that saying, Hey, listen. I'm gonna run run the ball one time, see how things go, and kind of take it from there. Like then day, that's, that's that's the biggest thing I have to say. And can you know this just as much as I do? That then day, no no fans can hear what's going on within those headphones. Nobody yeah. knows what everybody's saying, yeah. what everybody's thinking, what's going on in the meeting rooms, things like that. Because because on one side it, I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I get it. MJ Morris, he's fresh. He's thrown two interceptions at that point. So like, you're like, am I really going to ask him to put himself in a situation in a two-minute offense and go try to go down a score and not turn the ball over? Or B, do I say, hey, listen, I'm going to run the ball, and if things don't go really well, then I'm just going to run the clock off and give it to my defense I trust all too well to finish out halftime. And hey, hats off to Marshall that they they were phenomenal on that offensive drive and made us pay for it. But Because yeah. the other thing which I'll add, but I'll let you add in, is that it was interesting to me how at halftime he said, uh we we seem like we're playing not to lose. So by him saying that, I'm saying either he's trying to put the blame on others, which I mean I'm assuming I'm hoping to God that's not what he's doing or Part B, there was other people involved in that decision, which I mean I'm saying on the other side as well, I've never known really Doran to to let let somebody else make a decision on their behalf, especially when it comes to game clock management. So can I can I jump in real quick before we answer that? Like, how yeah. much does he really meddle on the offensive side of the ball? Like, I mean, I, like Zeke Collin, does he, he say, "Nah, give me a run play, uh, give me a pass play here on first first down"? Like that that much, I don't know. Maybe, and maybe they already talk about it between possessions. I don't know. But go ahead and give you go ahead and give me your answer.
1: Well, I'll tell you this: the fact that that carried over from uh from coach Beck to an eye tells me that there have to be some sure, some fair. involvement from Doran here. Good point, you yes. You know what I mean? Like their their yes. offenses, if you've seen how they run their offenses before this, could not be more diametrically opposed than yet, you know, you see Here we are. Yeah. Uh you see a similar result. So at some point in time the common denominator, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, right. everybody in yep. the math guy, but we all learn that, you know, when when you're trying to solve a problem, get rid of the common denominator. But yeah. I want to say this about that, okay? I am not a box score watcher. Y'all are not box score watchers. Doran damn sure ain't a box score watcher. (laughs) He's at the games. He's at the – at least that's what I think. At least that's what the checks say. The only thing in the box score he cares about is a W and an L. Exactly. So with that being said, even though MJ Morris threw two interceptions, I give him credit for maybe half of one of those interceptions. One of them hit both of your receivers – I mean, hit – Casey, both of the hands. I don't care if it's outside the frame of your body. If it hits both of your hands, you need to come down with it, brother. Or at least knock it down. You're you're a college athlete. You're a full Mm -hmm. scholarship athlete, bro. You got to do what you got to do. But I understand. I get it. So even if that one, I say that's a freshman you threw outside his body. I give him half of it. Let's even give him the whole interception. Okay. We'll give him the whole interception. The second one. The pick six. Can't make that throw. No, 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 no. The throw was right. He made the right read. It was a bubble screen against. So here's the look that we saw there. It was an inside zone read with a tag of a bubble screen on the backside. Now, here's how that works. He only throws the bubble screen if you see that you have a numbers advantage. We had three to two. We had the numbers advantage. He needs to make that throw every day and twice on Sunday.
0: But the only Porter thing which
1: Brooks tra- needs to put his helmet in somebody's chest on that play. And Agreed. that play right there solidified something that I've been beating the table about for quite some time. The tight ends need to play more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we keep talking about the receivers are young, they're not experienced, they're not, you know, there's some talent issues, there's some, there's some experience issues. Well, what if I told you there was a room? That has one guy that's been there for six or so years, another guy that's a, a fourth-year junior, and a freshman that maybe, maybe behind KC, the second most talented freshman on this roster. Yeah. What if I told you there was a room that had all three of those guys, and and they can catch the ball too? Hold on now.
0: That sounds like the making <laughs> of a thirty for thirty.
1: Hold on now. <laughs> Well, listen, I don't need a 30 for 30. I just need a, a, a you know, take me to Wendy's. Give me a 4-4-4 where you hitting them four times on one drive. You know, before this game, the tight end, the entire tight end room combined for 12 receptions for 102 yards. In this game, Trent Penix alone went off for three receptions, 99 yards, and two touchdowns. Get the tight ends involved. If we cannot trust the receivers, we have tight ends that are not big, stocky blocking guys. Trent Penix is a converted running back, for Christ's sake. Juice Marine is, what, 220 on a good day with bricks in his pocket? Don't respect Chris Toodle. And and this is the thing. Chris Toodle is probably the best blocker out of the three, and everybody's always said he don't want to block his way out of a paper bag. Well, look at him this year. He's blocking phenomenally. And where I come from, we have a saying. If you want to block, you'll get the rock. If Mm -hmm. you want to block, you'll get the rock. After what I saw from Porter Rooks, with all due respect, I don't say nothing on there that I wouldn't say to a young man's face. I would have told him, hey, brother, come stand next to me. Come grab Mm -hmm. a clipboard, stand next to me, because Mm -hmm. it's something that we need to get worked out in this next week in terms of your effort, your technique, your want to, your desire, I'm not mad at you if you get a holding call right there. I'm not mad at you if you, you know, if you, uh, if if he just happens to make a play, he makes a beeline for the ball and hits you into it, and it's like, hey, he had five yards of momentum, he got us. Sure, yeah. but for you to not even touch the young man, yeah. that's inexcusable. And now it goes down on MJ on MJ Morris's record as oh yeah. man, he threw a bad pick six to the flats when in reality he made the right read his teammates did not execute
0: the only thing I, i would say to that and i know this is kind of like really nitpicking this is you know more something that especially for a young quarterback you're just you know you do what the play says so this is kind of a little bit more of really quick outside thinking but more of the point that when he got the snap it's not like he caught it turned and threw it he caught it kind of you know cycled with it to get it where he wanted and then through it. So, you know, kind of what goes through my head is, well, maybe in that circumstance where he knows, ah, like, you know, it's not, now it's not a, you know, grab and pop. Now there's an extra half a second answer on this. Maybe instead of, you know, tossing out there, you know, because now the defender has a little bit of chance to work his way up. Maybe I hold it and just go gain a yard, just get back to line scrimmage and just live another day. But again, that's a, that's a, that's a huge nitpick for sure, but I, I mean, completely agree with you, one hundred percent. That yes, that there is a huge issue, and again, I just don't understand the miss the, the lack of usage for Chris Tudor, Man, we just have not, we've just refused to get him involved and give give him an opportunity.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So. and the, the quarterback position, you know, one thing that you hear scouts talk about all the time in terms of the best quarterbacks from high school to college or college to the NFL, anticipation, right. anticipation. They can see the thing, they can know how it works out. That play, the anticipation is done pre snap. Right. The anticipation is, "What's the numbers? What's the numbers? Do I have my numbers advantage? Good. As soon as I get it, I'm going." Right. And so, you know, I, I, I would hesitate to say that he should maybe pat that and pull it down, only because that shows a lack of trust in your teammates. That you, the read was there. You were supposed to do what you were supposed. And, and again, a good point. If he throws that, if he throws that play and it gets intercepted ten times, good. Now we know who. Somebody is messing up out there. Something is happening on that outside. Something's not being coached properly that we continue to mess up on that small little thing. Now, for right now, I can say, Porter, that's on you, because I have not seen this repetitively where our receivers are opening up the gate, standing back, and kind of doing the long arm block. I haven't seen that from multiple receivers. That's something I've exclusively seen from him in this moment. But if yep. we see that repetitively, now we have a different conversation of, hey, and I ask that, ask that. We're not doing that anymore. From now on, Sorry, our yeah. our alerts on these things can be uh, maybe a stick concept, maybe uh, um, a slant and two unders. But we're, we're not doing this screen thing anymore because we can't trust anybody on the perimeter to block at any level.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, y'all, so with that being said, we're going to end part one right there. Y'all, make sure, again, for Ken, uh, Grace, and these guys, man, make sure to go and follow uh, uh, Locked on Wolfpack on YouTube and anywhere, anywhere that you get any of your podcasts, uh, platforms, Spotify, you name it. And make sure to give them a follow uh, on Twitter, and uh, you know, at, at LO underscore Wolfpack as well. And uh, we'll see y'all here for part two as we continue this conversation with Ken, and we'll see you then. Go Pack, y'all.